0: Man, 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 man. This is your boy Lewis S. Black coming at you with what? Another episode. I got to clear my throat on this one. I don't know where to begin, man. I wanted to talk about this Takashi 6ix9ine situation for about a week or so. But I figured let me slow down and let me just fall back. Because literally every other day it's something new. So now it's the episode y'all been waiting for, where I break it down about the Takashi Six Nine ep- uh, uh, situation. I would say episode because really that's what dude has made this into. Man, he has turned this into the episode of the snitches and shameless. For real, dude has told on everybody. I'm not going to go off into a biography of dude because everybody knows his story already. But so far, man, it looks like Shoddy is looking at 15 years. So Shoddy's already got 15 years. And this dude right here, with all the tattletelling that he's doing, 6 9 is looking to come out in 2020. And I don't know if it was fake news or just made up articles, but I remember seeing an article where they said that 6ix9ine is talking about when he gets out, he's going to get right back to doing music. And I ain't trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be messy, but I'm up here like, what kind of music is he going to make? Because I know that for sure, you can't get, you can't go back to making gangster music because that's what he was making to me. Minus, you know, that soft-ass song with Nicki Minaj and a few other songs. I feel like for the most part, Dude was basically being what they used to call in the 90s, a gangster rapper. Just, you know, peeping his lyrics and peeping what he was talking about. Dude was talking about putting in, work. in. Murking people and slapping people and fucking people up and just everything that you can think of, man. Dude was talking real, real reckless in his music. And it's like what you portrayed on that mic is not showing in reality. Because what's showing in reality is when reality is, you would tell everybody around you. Thanks to the 6ix9ine case. Now, the feds are kind of getting a little nosy and looking at Jim Jones. Thanks to the 6ix9ine case, Cardi B's name is out there for being the blood. Everybody knew that Cardi B was blood affiliated. But, if you didn't know, now you know. Thanks to this dude, Sitting up and telling, dude through Casanova under the bus, and something that really, really, really kind of put a bad taste in my mouth, no homo, is a uh, Trippy Red. He put Trippy Red's name into his case, and that's kind of foul because Trippy Red did a song. And at the time, they were label names. And at the time, Trippie Red did a song. And he let 6ix9ine be on that song. And that's what really started his buzz. Then, after he had a little bit of a wave going, like, oh, okay, we like that 6ix9ine kid that was on the Trippy Red song. Then he was able to come out with his uh, first couple of hits. This is wild. You know, when he first got there, there was rumors that they had put him in general population, but we obviously know that that wasn't gonna last for too long. So I know that they got him in protective custody. I heard that when it comes to like him getting transported to trial, they've got him going through like a secret tunnel that leads to the courtroom. I'm like, this shit is wild and hilarious. But I feel like there's a lesson that needs to be learned within this 6ix9ine situation, which is we have to stop allowing people to be culture vultures, Because what the dude did is he became a part of black culture. Use a black culture medium, because say what you want to but hip hop was created by black folks. And hip hop is a very, very, very powerful musical genre. And along with that, even with his videos, he incorporated a whole lot of black people just riling out, dancing in the middle of the street, Flashing guns with extendo clips and everything. And he being Mexican and Puerto Rican, I feel like the dude exploited the, the culture. He exploited the culture. Even to the point where he was beefing with black folks and was putting hits out on black folks. So you got regular black folks like Chief Keith that just want to do music and just want to live their life and you got dudes like 6'9 basically putting hits out on their head and starting to drop and trolling the dude is an internet troll he's an internet troll that can rap that went viral and I'm just like wow man I can't even get my head I can't even wrap my head around just how you have everything and then you lose it that quickly. Another thing too is, you know, Bloods, Crips, GDs, Vice Lords, whatever you claim, don't let people into your gang unless they're going to either put in work or get jumped in. Because otherwise, this is what happens. They made him an honorary blood. He didn't get jumped in. He didn't get sworn in. He didn't put any work or anything. They made him an honorary blood just so that they could get famous and get popping and get their name you know, put out there. Which is yeah, Treyway, <clears throat> non Trey. But it didn't. It, it was cool and it was cute for a quick second but now look what it's turned into federal indictments and it's people that are going to sit in prison for a very 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 long time because of this they're talking about witness protection of course that's something that has been brought up and it's been brought to the table but it's like, how are you going to remove all them tattoos off of his face? See, most people they go into witness protection, they usually don't have tattoos on their face. They may have tattoos on their body, but they usually don't have tattoos right on their face. Dude made himself identify. And I ain't trying to be funny. I'll never forget, shout out to my brother Cliff, I remember me and my brother Cliff used to go to Hooters to get wings and look at chicks, and I never forget it was this one waitress that I had a crush on, and she had a tattoo on her leg that she just really didn't want to deal with anymore, and she had it removed, and she broke it down to us about how painful the process is, man. They got to use lasers and everything. And mind you, she said it was painful. We're talking about your leg. Your leg is one of the toughest parts of your body. You know, people, as humans, we take a lot of blows to the leg, and we just kind of deal with it, and we shrug it off, man. A person can actually break their leg and still be out here moving and grooving. So for the fact that she said that that laser surgery to get the tattoos removed hurt her leg. Imagine what that's going to do to your face. Feel your face as you're listening to me. Feel your face. Your face is very soft, believe it or not. For real. You feel a lot of meat and a lot of skin and a little bit of skull. So I don't know what's going to happen to this young man. It just, you know, it just goes to show that you can really fuck your life up within about a year or two. That's all it really takes to destroy your whole life. You'll never be able to walk the streets of New York again. Especially after the fact that you got you <laughs> Sorry for the technical difficulties A lot of times When you're speaking the truth There's going to be some interruptions But there's really not Too much that I can really say That hasn't already been said Dude is a snitch And dude has made history As one of the biggest Hip hop snitches Ever man It's kind of funny man He had a lot of love for Bobby Schmurter, But Bobby Schmurter took his Rico case and played it a totally different way. And I ain't gonna lie, the streets ain't for everybody. Jail is not for everybody. So if you're not about that life, do not get yourself involved in that life. Because there's consequences and repercussions that come with this shit. For real, for real, for real. So, I just want everybody out there to be careful and to be safe. And please, amongst everything, stop snitching. For real. All right, peace out, y'all.